Podcasting from baseball heaven, St. Louis, Missouri. Home to float trips, gooey butter cake, and the Gateway Arch. This is the Navigate the Rapids podcast, where you find out how to effectively run and market your business. And now, here's your host, Will Hankey. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining today. My name is Will Hankey. My company is called Red Canoe Media. Very, very happy to have you on today. Excited to uh, to share some things with you. Uh, we're going to go through your COVID-19 action plan, hopefully give you some ideas, some different things that maybe you can implement. Uh, obviously, not everything is going to um, resonate for everybody, but I, I totally hope that there are some tips in here that you can use to your advantage and to uh, to get more uh, get more clients get more leads and uh, assure the uh, the clients that are out there that maybe want to engage with your business that uh, that everything's going to be okay so um, so today we're going to cover uh, a couple different things and I will go through each of those uh, in a little bit more depth but you know I I think it's fair to say there are tough times ahead. We're just kind of getting into this. If you're, if you uh, are following the situation, we are trying to flatten the curve and we are definitely still on the uphill side of this. So some tough times ahead, obviously uh, many businesses have had to close their doors or temporarily shut down. So, you know, there's, there's that going on. The good news is customers are still needing your services in a lot of cases, they're sitting at home, you know, looking out the window, like Peggy said, at this gloomy uh, world that's out there today. But, you know, they're sitting at home. And uh, if you're in home services, uh, maybe they're thinking about doing some remodeling. If, uh, you know, if you're, if you're selling something, it's very likely that they're online looking, shopping, doing things like that. People are isolated in their homes they're going to be doing things like deferred maintenance, you know, looking at the curtains and, and fixing the blinds. Uh, my wife has already said three times in the past three days, uh, mentioned the fact that Home Depot is still open and it's right down the road and our room uh, needs to be painted. So, you know, I, I think this is pretty common. Uh, people are still going to need our services and not just home services, but any services. Uh, and and people are starting to think about these different things in different ways, you know, and and it's a little bit crazy. So a couple of days ago, I uh, I sent this out to a specific group called, you know, of window treatment companies, but it really goes for anyone. But I said, you know, I've got this crazy hypothesis. I think that leads over the next four to six weeks are going to increase. And, you know, they replied back, oh, yeah, you know, that's that's exactly what we're hoping for. And I think this goes across most all industries. Uh, and, you know, if nothing else, there's going to be this big pent up demand uh, that at some point is going to, you know, the, the uh, flood walls are going to open and people are going to be out spending and uh, going to restaurants. And, you know, my wife, she was saying last night, yeah, once this is over and hits, you know, we're, we're going to be eating out for three weeks straight, you know. I certainly hope that's not true. I can't afford to do that, but, but I, I get the point. You know, people are, they're already starting to go stir crazy and we're only a couple of days into this thing. So uh, lots, of, uh, lots of opportunity. At the same time, uh, record social media consumption. 
the numbers are through the roof on how many people are actively jumping on social media right now. It is just crazy insane. And it makes sense. If mo most people are working from home that are able to work from home, uh, maybe when they're at work, they're not allowed to check their phones. But when they're at home, nobody's standing over the top of them, you know, and they are able to check their phone more often. Um, I just, my wife is working from home. I just went in there and, and she was um, working from home. I'm going to put this in air quotes, working from home while shopping Amazon for, uh, for upcoming birthdays. So, you know, lots of people are doing lots of things and social media is probably uh, winning when it comes to, I guess we could call it consumption, right? Uh, whatever we want to call it, uh, lots of people are, are out there looking at things seeing what everybody else is doing, shopping, doing, you know, planning, uh, a lot of things going on. So the one, one of two reasons why people maybe if, if they're out looking for your services or they're, or they're looking at your website, there's, there's probably a couple different reasons that why you're not going to get the call. And number one is they don't think you're open, which may be the case. Uh, but there are some ways around that. Uh, where they can maybe not think you're open, but you can still get the lead. Uh, and secondly, um, they're concerned that it's not safe. So we're going to talk about some of that, especially around uh, if you have to do a physical visit, whether they come to you or you go to them. Uh, obviously, there are some things there that people are, are really starting to take a step back on. Uh, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to I'm going to talk about a couple different things today. Uh, and those are these five main areas. So generating leads, uh, your customer assurance campaign or program, uh, handling sales. If you need to go into the client's home or if they need to come to you, how can you handle that? This one in particular may not, um, may not be 100% relevant to physically today, but in the next couple of weeks as the uh, hopefully things begin getting a little bit more lenient, you know, things get a little bit more back to normal. Some of these things you might still want to implement. So definitely worth paying attention there. Obviously getting paid. Uh, got some really good ideas on different ways to get paid. And, uh, and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of business owners are stuck right now with projects that are half done and they can't, you know, install them or they can't finish up the project for whatever reason. So, so we're going to go through a lot of those. And then I'm going to talk about the marketing opportunity that is out there right now. And I'm going to give you a, a ton of resources. So, so stick around and let's, let's get through this. So first of all, generating leads. Now, uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can do it. But the most important thing and the first thing that you need to do is make sure that you have your tracking set up. And by tracking, I mean your Google Analytics uh, at an absolute minimum. Here's the reason, if you are at home and you've got some time to work on your website, you need to know what your baseline is. You need to know where you're at now so that as you log in and start making some of these changes, you can see their positive and or negative impact on the page and the rankings and things like that. If you don't have that tracking in place, you don't know exactly what those numbers are. So you don't know if what you did helped or not, right? Um, there is, one thing that I'll say while I'm on this, um, a lot of business owners think that uh, this is a good time to log in and just change up the text on a couple pages. And I'll talk a little bit more about content here uh, in a little bit. But 
that's not what we need to do. We don't need to just log in and change a couple of things. You need to have a plan in place. And that all starts really with your analytics, your tracking. And by the way, there are other analytics programs out there. Google Analytics is probably just the most well-known and the most popular and it's free, right? Uh, so that's a good start. Um, secondly, uh, the other thing that a lot of business owners miss is, and it's what I call a leak on your website, is a call tracking phone number. This is a special phone number that only goes on your website, doesn't go anywhere else, forwards to your regular line. But every time somebody calls that number, you know that the website generated that lead for you. The website was the source for that particular lead to pick up the phone and call you. These, uh, these systems, we use CallRail, call C-A-L-L-R-A-I-L.com, CallRail. Uh, CallRail does some really cool things. You can record the calls, which is fantastic for sales training. It's also fantastic for getting content ideas for blogs. If you start listening back to calls that come in, listen to what people are asking. What are they asking over and over? If, they, if you hear something asked two or three or five times, you know that that's probably something that they didn't see on your website and therefore they had to ask the question. So maybe you can preempt that, shorten your phone calls uh, and just provide that information to other people who maybe didn't pick up the phone but are probably thinking the same thing, right? So definitely worth uh, looking into call tracking. It's a huge leak on a website. For most businesses, you put the same phone number everywhere. You put it on your website, you put it on your business cards, you put it on your flyers, you put it on the billboard and the TV commercials and everywhere that you're putting stuff. So very important to, to get a special phone number specifically for your site so you can start to track that particular thing. The great thing about digital marketing is everything is trackable. So no matter what you do online, you can see the data and the results of what that did or what that didn't do. So definitely encourage you to, um, to get your tracking in place. There's a quote that I like, um, half of my advertising is working great. I just don't know which half, you know, that's a, that's a great quote. Not so much, uh, relevant these days because you can see, you can get that data and know exactly what is working and what is not working. So, um, I do want to, uh, mention that everything I'm talking about today is uh, available at redcanoemedia.com slash COVID, C-O-V-I-D. So I am putting links up there to everything in this webinar. So if you have something you need to go back, review a little bit later on, that, that would be a good place to start. Uh, if, if you don't find it there, let me know and I'll make sure to get it up there. So uh, that's redcanoemedia.com slash COVID. So, all right, uh, pay-per-click. So pay-per-click is exactly what it sounds like. You pay... You put up an ad, you pay every time somebody clicks on that ad. Whether they uh, do anything on your site, whether they engage with your business, or they just look around and go away, both of those uh, scenarios still cost you money. So pay-per-click is the best, quickest way to get into Google and to get listed. Uh, it is an auction type system. So the more you pay, the higher up your ad is going to show. Um, there are a lot of uh, caveats to that, I guess you could say. Um, it's not always the person that pays the most that gets the number one spot because Google also looks at other things such as ad quality, how many people are clicking, uh, your ad copy, uh, you know, things like that. So it's definitely not just 
pay the most, get in the top spot, and uh, the phone starts ringing. But there are there are definitely some advantages to pay-per-click, especially in a short-term situation where you just need leads. Um, obviously, there you need to have a budget to do that, um, but uh, it is it is possible to uh, to do something like that. Uh, the other thing with pay-per-click is you need to be logging into the system, in this case, typically AdWords, uh, or you could do Facebook ads, but you need to be logging into these systems often, once a day, more than once a day, and checking your ads and making sure that they are converting, make sure that people are clicking on them. Uh, we typically build, you know, six to 10 different variations of an ad and let them run for a short time. And then we can look at them and see, okay, which ones are people engaging with? Which ones are people ignoring? You know, we turn those off and then we take the good ones and we try to make them better. Uh, so it's, it's a constant testing world. It's not something you can just toss some money at, toss some ads up there and expect the phone to ring. Uh, but again, a good short-term solution. Uh, here at Red Cuna Media, we look at pay-per-click more along the lines of, um, of a supplement to a good organic SEO campaign where you're ranking well in the organic rankings, in the maps, and then you can also have these ads on the site so you can get more chances of eyeballs on your, on your uh, brand. So um, next is pay-per-click maps. So uh, there is something fairly new, and I wanna say within the last year, year and a half, uh, where you can actually put and add into the three pack or the map area. So if you type in something such as um, Forklifts St. Louis, I know Kevin's on the call. So if you type that in, you're probably gonna get a list of three businesses uh, that Google thinks handle that particular service or product. And that's called the three pack. It's you know three, uh, three businesses, typically there's a map right above it. And you know there's a lot of things that go into that proximity, uh, how optimized their, their Google My Business profile is, things like that. But there is a way to actually insert an ad into that map area as well. If you're already listed in that area, then you could actually show up twice. So you could be two out of the four spots, which is fantastic. Uh, pretty good scenario versus, you know, a 33% chance with just the three pack there. But you can actually get it specifically into the maps area. It's not terribly expensive to do that. Um, the other really nice thing about advertising specifically in the maps area is the amount of mobile traffic that goes to those three listings is crazy big. Uh, a lot of people on mobile devices are not scrolling down as much to, uh, to the, the ads and to the uh, organic results. So they are, but not as much. A lot of people are deciding uh, between the, the maps, looking at the reviews, which we'll talk about in a minute here, uh, and making a decision just from that. So pay-per-click in the maps area, another good idea, uh, definitely worth looking into as well. And lastly is retargeting. So retargeting is um, basically somebody comes to your website, looks around, and doesn't engage. So they don't pick up the phone, or they don't fill out your contact form, or whatever it is you want them to do next. They're not doing that, but they looked around on your site for, eh, let's call it 30 seconds or a minute or whatever whatever number you want to put to it, right? Uh, or anybody who came to your website, you could do that too. These people could be then 
retargeted or shown ads related to you and your business on other platforms, Google, YouTube, Facebook, uh, and then all of their properties, Messenger, uh, you know, FaceTime, all these different things. There are all kinds of places that you can then show your ads to. Uh, if you're an e-commerce type situation, you can actually uh, load your uh, entire catalog to something like Facebook. And if somebody looks at your blue widgets, then your blue widgets could show up in a Facebook ad the next day and kind of like follow them around. I'm sure you've seen this with Amazon. Zappos is really good at it, some of these sites. But uh, retargeting, super cheap and very effective in a lot of cases. So um, definitely worth, uh, worth doing. And um, you know, we'll talk a little bit more later on about your assurance campaign. Uh, there's a really cool thing you can do with retargeting to help uh, generate more leads as well. So, um, all right, I'm gonna check. If you have any questions, put those into the chat and uh, I will make sure to, to watch that. And, uh, and let me know, and I will, I will get to those questions at the end for sure. So, okay, next is SEO. So obviously my favorite strategy, uh, this is a long-term strategy and uh, definitely, uh, definitely something that is not going to help you in the next couple of weeks if you haven't been doing it already. But as we start to come out of this, whether that's three weeks from now, eight weeks from now, three months from now, gosh, I hope not. Uh, but as we start to come out of this, if you're building that foundation now, when we do and that pent up demand starts to relieve itself, uh, you can be in a fantastic position uh, to take advantage of that. So uh, there's a couple of different things that I wanted to talk about related to this. Uh, first of all, uh, I've mentioned before, if you've been on any of my other training uh, sessions before, a product called Screaming Frog. And this is a software that you can download for free. Uh, just go to Google and type in Screaming Frog. There aren't that many Screaming Frogs out there, so it should be pretty easy to find. Uh, but this software, um, you can then plug in your website, and what it'll do is it'll crawl your website, and then it'll output a list of titles, descriptions, headlines for each page, and then you can use that information to say, okay, you know, this is obviously wrong. Our homepage doesn't say um, the title isn't um, forklifts forklift rental in St. Louis or something like that, it says home or it just has our brand. You know, so this is the kind of information you can get from this and every page should have its own title. Uh, I'm not gonna get into SEO as, a, as teaching, um, but there are some basic things you could do during this downtime to pull that information in, see what your website is showing for different titles and things and start to work on those uh, as you have time. Screaming Frog is what that's called. Uh, it has a free version that'll let you, I think, crawl up to 500 pages. And if you have a fairly large website, an e-commerce site, for instance, there is a paid version. Uh, you, you may or may not need that. Even the 500 pages worth of crawling is probably going to keep you busy for a while, right? So, uh, okay, uh, next, reviews. This is a good time to uh, be reaching out to past clients and asking them to review your business. Um, Google My Business has put some stipulations on that at the moment, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but you can still actively be asking for reviews and you should be asking for reviews. Uh, email them a link to your Google and your Facebook and your Yelp pages and ask for a review. Uh, there are a lot of different platforms where you can get these reviews. 
definitely worth doing. Going back to the three-pack uh, of results and the, uh, the fact that mobile users are looking at them a lot, uh, I've seen some data recently where the number of reviews directly influences the person clicking on that result, even if you're not in the number one spot. So uh, if there's three, three businesses that are listed, the first guy has 10 reviews, the second guy has 35, the third guy has eight. The guy in the middle with 35 reviews is more likely to get the clicks than the other two guys. So having those reviews, getting those reviews in place, definitely worth your time at this point. If you're closed down, if you're temporarily closed or you're on a very limited work schedule at the moment, I mean, you could use that to your advantage from a email standpoint, say, Hey, you know, we're, we're a small business. Uh, we use reviews to help us survive. We'd love it if you could, you know, uh, leave us a review at this particular point. Uh, one thing, don't incentivize the reviews that is against Google's terms of service. So don't say, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you $25 if you, if you leave us a review, um, don't do that. Reviews are often overlooked, but very, very powerful. Uh, I also want to mention content before I move on from SEO. Uh, good time to start putting your thoughts down on paper, if you will. Uh, record your voice, type into a Word doc, whatever it happens to be. Uh, start to consider adding pieces of content to your site. And if you have the call tracking in place, go back and listen to some of those calls, see what people are talking about. If you think about it and you get a lot of the same questions over and over, start putting pieces of content together about that. Um, and I do want to mention, I, I mentioned a little bit earlier, but going into your website and just switching up some words here and there really doesn't help at all. If anything, it confuses the search engines more than it helps you. So what you really want to be doing is consistently adding content to your site. Uh, consistently, every time Google comes and indexes your site, uh, they find another piece of information or they find two or three new blog posts. That is the best scenario when it comes to creating content. So uh, build pieces of content that, are, you know, that have value uh, that people can look at that it might solve their problem or point them in the right direction. The more value that you can provide, the better off your website's going to be, you know, and let that leak over onto your Facebook page, your LinkedIn profile, those sort of things as well. All right, next website forms. So the I'm talking specifically about contact us form, set an appointment form, something like that. Uh, the trick with these is the, uh, the longer the form, the less likely people are to fill it out. So you've got a little bit of a game to play, right? You, you might just want name, email, phone number, and, you know, maybe a block that says, what do you want? You know, what are your, <laughs> I should probably say it a little bit nicer, but you know, what are your comments? What are, what are you looking for? How can we help you? That kind of thing. Uh, but in these strange times, you could do a couple other things, if, especially if you're closed right now, um, where you could say, when would you like to have this project completed? Um, are there any additional steps that you would like us to take? And of course, that might be around cleanliness or, you know, if, if it's an in-home visit or something like that. Uh, would you like us to, uh, or sorry, how would you like to be contacted? Would you like us to call? Would you like us to email? Would you like us to FaceTime or some sort of virtual sales scenario? Um, messenger, email, lots of ways that you could contact people. 
uh, and people like this this opportunity to engage with your business uh, quicker, faster, uh, and in real time, which is great. So um, now uh, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because I've mentioned this a couple times. There's what we're going to talk about called your assurance campaign, and that's assurance, uh, not insurance. Uh, but one of the things that you can do is when somebody fills out a contact us form on your site, uh, make sure that that thank you page engages them in some way. Hey, thanks for filling out the form. We, uh, we are definitely being very careful with the current situation. We are not taking, uh, we're not going in anyone's home or bringing any retail into the office or whatever it happens to be until April 15th, you know, but in the meantime, uh, we will get back to you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or, you know, just make sure that you kind of tackle it head on and, and that the customer is assured of their safety and assured that they made the right decision. They filled out the form. They gave you basically some value of theirs, you know, which is their phone number, their email address. They like to feel that that was uh, something that they did positively. So uh, I would definitely uh, consider doing something like that. Um, so uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the assurance uh, campaign here in a couple of minutes. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is the calls to action on your site. This is a good time to look at your website and make sure that no matter where you're at on your website, at any point, that um, somebody has a way to contact you. So one of the best things to do and that you've got to do today if you haven't already, that is to have your phone number in the header and the footer. And secondly, uh, most websites nowadays have what we call a sticky navigation. As you scroll through the site, the navigation sticks at the top. As you scroll down, it's still up there. So you have your main navigation. I would definitely have your phone number big and bold in that area too at all times. So then no matter where they're at on your site, uh, they can at any point say, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to engage with this company. Secondly, uh, I would look into what kind of um, buttons you can put on your site or something. And basically what I like to call this is the obvious next step. What is the obvious next step? So go to some random page on your website. You know, just click through a couple, three or four times, scroll halfway down, and then tell yourself, okay, do I know, looking at what I'm looking at right now, what my obvious next step is? It could just be the phone number in the header, but I would do something else. I would put an orange button there that says, set up an appointment, contact us now, uh, download our guide, download our thing, um, you know, sign up for our newsletter, something like that have no matter where you're at on a site, have a call to action so that people know what their obvious next step is. Um, that'll keep you busy for a while, right? That, that one will probably keep you going. So, uh, and lastly, make sure that all your forms, make sure everything's working on your site. Good time to just do an overview of your site, click some forms, fill them out, make sure you get the, the uh, notification. Make sure that if you don't fill out all the fields, that something comes back and lets you know that, and that it's obvious. People could be abandoning your forms because um, you know there's a something they didn't fill out, but it doesn't make it obvious that they missed that thing, and it just sits there and they don't know what to do. Uh, so go through your site, look at those things, just make sure everything's working, make sure your buttons are working, make sure your content uh, is coming up when they when they click on it. All right. 
All right, sales challenges. Uh, in, a, uh, in a don't touch me world, uh, sales have, uh, have definitely taken a turn towards online, now more than ever, really. Uh, people are unable and or unwilling to go out shopping, so you need to bring the sale to them. A uh, couple different ways you can do that. If you have an e-commerce site, you know, you've, you've already got that built. So you've, you've kind of built that foundation. If you don't have an e-commerce site and you've been thinking about it, good time to start thinking about it. Um, the best time to start thinking about it was six months ago. The second best time is right now, you know, get it started. Uh, but, you know, some, some good ideas. If you don't have that, or maybe you're in a, um, you're in a, a retail situation, or you are, uh, you just go to people's homes or you come to them, something like that. You're going to have to do something a little bit different. And things that come to my mind is uh, FaceTime or Zoom. Uh, Zoom uh, stock is through the roof right now, um, you know, because all of a sudden everybody needs this virtual world, this virtual sales environment. And uh, some really cool things you can do with face-to-face. -face. I would not worry so much about not being as professional as you were being three weeks ago. Uh, everybody's in the same boat, right? Everybody understands we're all working from home. We're a little bit locked down. So if they see the, the cat walk across the keyboard, you know, or, or uh, the kids are yelling in the background, obviously being in an office, the best you can uh, buffer yourself from that. But people are not, I don't, I don't think people are going to not do business with you because of these uh, less than ideal situations, <laughs> circumstances that we're in at the moment. So um, definitely consider um, some virtual op options and that being FaceTime, Zoom, things of that sort. Secondly, um, demo videos. This is a great time to do some demo videos of some of your products and to show how it works, uh, you know, the different options, things like that. What a great scenario, you know, situation where you can do some of this stuff. Uh, and this goes back to content that you're creating. Put these videos on your website on these particular product or service pages. So you can kind of get a double whammy from that. Um, you can also re uh, update or sorry, upload a demo video to a service like rev.com, rev.com and pull that, uh, that um, sales pitch you just did into a text version and post that on your site. So some really cool things you can do uh, with demo videos, upload them to YouTube. You know, YouTube is, by the way, the number two search engine, happens to be owned by our friend Google. And uh, so people are consuming YouTube at an insane rate right now with sitting at home looking for something to do, right? YouTube is on most smart TVs now. So, um, so it's definitely a, uh, an opportunity for you to do some things that, that go up in that area as well. Um, so um, online scheduling, appointment forms. Uh, this is another good way, a good opportunity to look at some of these. Uh, we use Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com. Uh, the nice thing about that is you can tell Calendly, you know, we can't take any appointments until April 22nd, you know, but, you know, tie that to a Google Calendar and you know, after that date, we have appointments open, uh, we have opportunities so you can schedule those people. Or if you just need to start with a phone call or something like that, you can start scheduling people right away. You can make 13 or 13, 
15 minute, 30, one hour blocks, however, whatever you need. Uh, but get that onto your site so that people can schedule uh, with you a time to do some of these virtual sales opportunities, right? Uh, I definitely like Calendly, but there are a lot of others. Um, another thing, shock and awe box. So this is something really cool that maybe you haven't thought of, um, but uh, we're doing this for, for uh, one of our companies here. Basically, if we get a sales lead and it sounds fairly promising, uh, and maybe even if it doesn't, uh, we are sending a box in the physical mail to that particular person. And this box uh, has, uh, in our case, a couple local munchies, so some so lo lo uh, locally made uh, chips, cookies, don't really do any liquids just because it's not a great idea. Um, but, you know, a couple local things, and then we'll put in there um, a coffee mug that's branded. Um, we'll put in there uh, a notepad that has our logo at the top. And then we'll put in, of course, some sort of a, a catalog, a flyer, a coupon, um, even a thumb drive with some, some of those demo videos would be awesome. A little thumb drive. You can get those cheap on Amazon. Uh, put that on there. Maybe some before and after pictures if you have that kind of situation. Lots of opportunity there. And there is nothing better than somebody having a sales call with you and you're not sure how it's going. Drop that box in the mail. They get that a couple days later and they're like, wow, you know, this business is crazy cool. Uh, to go even a step further, you could, um, you could get some uh, branded boxes. They're not too expensive. Uh, the ones that we have, um, I think cost us around four bucks each for the box with has our logo, it has our website on it. But you know, what a presentation as soon as it shows up, you know, they know who it's from, they can't wait to open it, see what they get, what they got in there. Um, there's also a website called 3dmailresults.com, which has some pretty cool stuff in there when it comes to different ideas. We bought some little bags of shredded money from them. And, you know, we'll put that in the box with a little note that says, you know, are you shredding money when it comes to marketing? Something, you know, kind of cheesy like that, but uh, it, it works. It gets their attention. It's really different. If they're calling three or four different people, this is, this is going to help you stand out uh, by far. So, all right. Um, last, uh, last, and this is uh, cold calling. Well, not last, but cold calling. This is a good time to start doing some cold calling. We have actually just hired a guy to do some cold calling for us. Uh, and here's a couple ideas of things you can do in, with that time. By the way, cold calling is not that expensive. It's not nearly as expensive as you expect it to be. Um, but if you have a good plan in place and you know what you're going to do before, you know, when you set up this campaign, uh, it can generate some big time leads for you. So here are a couple ideas. Uh, call your past customers and offer them some sort of a loyalty discount. That's a good uh, idea there. Um, get a list of local businesses, which you can find online fairly easily, uh, and reach out to them and ask them if they're doing any remodeling while they're closed, uh, if, if you are in that kind of situation. Uh, call past customers to ask for reviews or do a survey about um, your, your past experience or their past experience with your business or a survey about a new product you're thinking about offering, something like that is a, is a great way to do it. 
um, you can uh, put together some sort of a webinar or a product demo and then have a cold calling company reach out and get people to sign up for the, uh, for the webinar. So I've done that in the past and it works very well uh, also. Gets a lot of people that are, that are uh, thinking about it. If nothing else, it builds your email list, which is a very good thing. People are raising their hands and say, yes, I'd like to find out more about that. So, um, and then lastly, uh, actually doing a sale. And by that, I mean a, a discount, a, having a sale. Um, might be a good way to just keep the revenue flowing uh, or offer something additional of value uh, to keep the, the scales kind of tipped in your favor. You know, there might be something you can throw in that doesn't cost you a ton more money, but really bumps the value of the, uh, of the engagement with the customers. So there are some ways uh, to do that as well. So, uh, all right. Oh, um, discounts, gift card, upsells or no, yeah, if you, if you have a way to do upsells, that is good to offer a, a future gift card at a, at a discounted price. Um, restaurants have been doing this for a while. You know, if you buy a $50 gift card, we'll give you 10% off or, you know, those kind of things. So, uh, all right. Um, Google My Business. I want to make sure that we talk about this because Google has made some very, very recent COVID-related changes and I want to make sure you guys know about them and that you can take advantage of it. Uh, this is an email I got yesterday uh, from Google My Business. Have your hours changed? What's going on? Uh, this is an opportunity to get in there and update some of this information. So um, first of all, go to google.com business. Make sure that your business is um, claimed. And second of all, uh, use this as an opportunity to update some things. So uh, first of all, update your hours or uh, set it to temporary close, temporarily closed. That is a very new option, uh, which is COVID related, obviously. Uh, if you do go to google.com slash business and you don't have your listing, you don't, you've never set one up, they are giving priority to new listings. So good time to get your business claimed add some information uh, and you will get priority. So at least you can start to show up. And by the way, this profile is what uh, comes up in that three pack we were talking about earlier on. This is that thing. So very important to, uh, to traffic for your website, calling, phone numbers, that kind of stuff. Uh, if you do have a listing, good time to sanitize it. Uh, get in there, click on that info button and make sure that you're in the right categories. Make sure that um, your hours are listed correctly. Make sure that your services are listed. And you know all of these different things, your description is written well. Uh, if it's really short, add to it. If you don't have any pictures, upload some pictures. Good time to go through and do some of this stuff. Uh, I did mention earlier on that new reviews are currently not being published. They are obviously accepting them and they're going into their database and all that good stuff. They're just not showing up on the profile, mostly because uh, Google doesn't have the staff right now to go through that stuff. And they really kind of prioritized specific areas of this uh, product, if you will, and what they're going to be doing. So, uh, so do expect some delays related to that. Okay. All right, if you, uh, if you do have a scenario where you need to go into a client's home or if they're coming to you, uh, like I said, this may not be the case right now. Pretty much everybody's on lockdown. 
Uh, but in the next coming weeks, as maybe things start to hopefully um, get a little bit more lenient, we can go out, we can start to do business as usual. Uh, we want we want to have some ideas here. So one thing you can do is have a pre-entrance checklist. And this checklist could uh, you know, have a, a list of things that you need to do. So you need to make sure you wash your hands or sanitize your hands, put on some booties, wear a mask, take your temperature, um, put on gloves, wipe down your tools with Clorox wipes, things like that. Don't shake the client's hand. You know, these kind of things, having that list, uh, a checklist, and then handing that to the client is, you know, fairly, that's um, impressive, right? Wow, look, they're, they're really taking all these steps ahead of time. And, you know, as you start to build out this assurance campaign, there are some really cool things that you can do to, to, uh, to really impress the, the clients. So um, have a video on your thank you page. So after they fill out the form that says, you know, I, I need more information uh, or contact us or whatever it happens to be, a thank you video on that page after they fill that out, you know, thank you for the opportunity to do business with you. Um, you know, here's the, here's the things that we're doing to make sure you're safe, you know, that kind of stuff. That video can be very impactful on that thank you page. Uh, you can also put that video on uh, retargeting. So I mentioned retargeting earlier. What about somebody that comes to your website and doesn't fill out a form? Maybe that's going through their mind that they're not sure if your business is the one, uh, but then the next day they see a, a, a video from you on Facebook about how you really take care of your clients, you, you um, guarantee their safety, you know, all this kind of stuff. So um, this is a good time to mention redcanoemedia.com slash COVID. I do have a couple scripts out there related to creating these videos, uh, email related video or email related content that you can put on your site things of that sort. So uh, this, you know, talking about website notice here, having a notice on your website that basically takes on the COVID thing right from the start. Uh, here's what we're doing. Here's our current situation. Here's how we're handling it. Having that on your site is great. One thing I will say is um, don't have or consider not having the COVID video right on your homepage. And the reason I say that is because if somebody types in uh, Plumber Memphis, they come to your site, and the first thing that they get is basically this negative video. Maybe it's a positive video, but it still comes across immediately as negative in their mind. You know, here's some, here's some things that we're doing about this bad thing, right? Versus adding a link to your main navigation that says your safety or COVID or something like that where they have to actively click on that link, now it becomes a more positive situation because they actively clicked on it. They're looking at that information and, oh, wow, these guys really are doing something about this, okay? So I think that's a great way to handle the, uh, the notice on your site. Post those same, so those same notices on your social media if you feel like that's something you could do. Uh, and then on visit day, uh, send an email reminder if you can. Hey, here's what here's the precautions we're taking. That kind of stuff. Obviously, a follow up call afterwards to make sure everything was good and everything went safe and everything went as planned would be great as well. So, there's some different ideas for that. Um, other ideas related to customer interaction, curbside service. We're seeing some uh, restaurants that are staying open doing this. 
uh, seen that before. Uh, time to start thinking about e-commerce. If you haven't already been thinking about it, this is a good time to get that process started. We don't know how long this is going to last, uh, but um, people, my wife was searching on Amazon, you know, an hour ago looking for stuff. So having these pieces in place could uh, be enough revenue to keep you going until we can get back to where we want to be, right? Uh, and then delivery, delivery for a free, well, delivery for a fee, uh, but could also be free if you want. And, you know, I, I didn't do that on purpose, but I do love the, uh, the play on words there. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Uh, delivery for a fee, right, uh, is another option. So, all right, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about getting paid. Now, one of the things that I can't really cover is getting people to pay you for projects that are kind of floating around out there right now. You know, you can't really call them and say, I'm sorry, we can't finish this project or, or deliver this thing to you, but we'd still like to charge you for it. So that's going to be a little bit rough, you know, so there's not a lot you can do there, but there are some things that you can implement right now going forward that will help your business uh, be in a better position down the road. So the first one is to get the, the customer's credit card at the time of purchase. And by that, I physically mean get a credit card number from them. Stop taking checks. Uh, checks are great, but chasing down that second half, if, you're, if you have that kind of situation, really sucks. And with the current environment, you don't wanna be in that situation. If you're offering some sort of a 50-50 plan or something like that, uh, you have to have their credit card. It's, it's the only way to go about it. Um, by the way, on redcanoemedia.com slash COVID, I have put um, a link to a credit card authorization form and an ACH authorization form, which I'll talk about here in a second. Uh, but both of those are available out there for free. Stick your logo on there. Give that, uh, that particular form to them. And it kind of helps you lock in uh, the payment. You know, you, you're more likely to get the payment that way. Um, also, I'll offer an upfront discount if paid in full. If, if you're in a situation where um, you deliver something, you know, down the road, which most of us probably are in some way, offering a discount upfront uh, for a full payment is a great way to keep revenue going. And you'd be surprised how many people take advantage of this upfront payment uh, option. We offer 7% usually if paid in full and a lot of clients take that option. First of all, people like to save money, right? Uh, so, and it gets the, it gets the revenue in for us, makes uh, delivering the product a lot easier. There's no, um, there's no chasing them for the second half, which is nice. Offer a discount for ACH. So not a lot of people know about this ACH option, which is another way to transfer money uh, and I'm no expert on banking and stuff like that, but I do know that you can run ACH payments from one account to another. And if you look at that ACH authorization form, you'll see that it asks for the, the client's um, banking number and you know authorizes you to take this X amount of dollars out of it at this particular time. But the cost is significantly different, different from credit cards. So credit card, we're gonna pay, what, 3% plus, uh, you know, 2.9% plus 30 cents, I think is what PayPal says or something like that. So 
we're in that 3% range if we take a credit card. Uh, ACH, on the other hand, costs pennies to do. I mean, 30 cents might be crazy amount to pay for an ACH transfer. And it's just a transfer from one bank account to the other. So definitely worth looking into ACH. Here's the cool thing. If you are usually taking credit cards, then that means you're taking a 3% hit on the final price. What you could do is say, you know what, if you want to pay us via ACH, we will knock off 1.5% or 1% off of the other, you know, if they're doing the upfront, then offer them another 1% discount if they do ACH. Because here's the thing, you're going to pay 3% on the credit card. If you can give them a percent discount, you're still making an additional 2% off of that because they're, you're not running it through a credit card. Um, so there are some really creative ways that you can do that. And of course, people love discounts, right? So anyway, uh, that, is a, that is kind of a different idea, different ways to get paid. And hopefully that helps you out a little bit. Uh, I am gonna go visit the questions here in a couple of minutes. I see some questions coming through. If you have a question about anything I've gone over, please post that into the chat. I'm gonna make sure that I get everybody's question answered. Uh, This is, by the way, an unprecedented time to take advantage of marketing. Uh, We've got clients that have called us that want to slow down and they're pulling back their ads or they're stopping all their ads. Uh, And we've got other clients who are like, you know what, Uh, hammer down, let's let's double everything. You know, so they see the opportunity here. Uh, I saw uh, some numbers yesterday saying, yesterday evening, uh, saying that Uh, Facebook ad inventory and prices uh, to run ads on that platform are down 35%. People are pulling their ads and that makes everything cheaper. Uh, It means your ad could potentially show up more often. So everybody that's pulling back, there is an equal opportunity to really take advantage of this market. So I definitely uh, encourage you to consider that. Uh, There are people that are taking their foot off the gas Uh, hopefully that's not you and hopefully that is a competitor, but they are doing it. We're getting those calls. There are people taking their foot off the gas and this is leaving an opportunity open for somebody to to sneak in there and overtake the top spot. So uh, definitely uh, worth looking into. And of course, we all know about idle hands, right? Idle hands uh, doesn't get anything done. Make sure that you're taking this time to invest and really get into your site, get some things done, and you know, really kind of build things up. Uh, definitely, obviously, follow some of the things we talked about. Um, we have a, a ton of training out there. Uh, I am going to uh, send this replay out to everybody, so if you missed anything, you can go back and do that. Um, obviously, consider us if you if you need some help with any of this. We'd love the opportunity to work with you. And uh, if you are a client of ours currently. Uh, and there's something in here that we talked about, uh, we will implement that free of charge. It's not going to be counted against your, uh, your account in any way. I want to make sure that that's, that's clear and out there. We, uh, we want to help you guys succeed as well. So, all right, so let's, uh, let's get over to some of the questions. Real quick, you can download everything that I talked about at redcanoemedia.com slash COVID, uh, which is fancy little Web there, website there, and um, I've got most links to most everything that I mentioned here, there today. Uh, and then lastly, uh, for your marketing strategy, get an SEO strategy or keep your SEO strategy running. 
you know, if you can put some more money into it, and I'm not just saying that because that's what we do, because this is the time to do it. This, this is, you know, like, like if, if it was the stock market, this is the time to invest, right? That's what they're always, that's what they're saying. Uh, this is the opportunity because um, we're getting those calls where people are taking their foot off the gas, take advantage of it. Um, max out that pay-per-click campaign. If you thought about running some ads or some retargeting or getting into that map section, fantastic time to do it. Max out your Google My Business listing, Google local services, get that listing 100%. Make sure that uh, everything is optimized the way you want it. Uh, implement your, your assurance campaign. Uh, start to put that together and just make people feel uh, say that they're, they're going to be in a safe situation when they do business with you. Maybe it's not today, maybe it's not tomorrow, maybe it's in two or three weeks, but um, you know, get those things in place to, to keep those people happy. Uh, consider the shock and awe box. I love that idea. I, I, it works so well. Um, up, post updates on your social media uh, and email daily. I wouldn't say email everybody daily, but uh, definitely update your social media, keep them engaged, stay top of mind for your potential clients. Uh, email, do build uh, an email list if you don't have one already and start to reach out to them and just let them know that you're here. Let them know that you're taking appointments, you know, whatever your situation is, reach out. Uh, communication with clients or with customers at this particular point is huge. If you're quiet, you know, there's the, uh, um, what is that, uh, oh, what is that term? Uh, uh, implied indifference, I think, right? If you're not reaching out to them, they assume you just, you don't really care, you know? So definitely stay top of mind the best you can. Um, update your hours on your website, on your Google My Business listing, make sure that you do that. Uh, and lastly, we're here to serve you. If there's anything you need help with, let me know. Um, we're gonna get to the questions, so don't, don't, don't jump off on me, but I do wanna let you know we're here to serve you. Uh, if you want to set up a time to chat, you can go to redcanoemedia.com slash strategy, and we can put some ideas together, talk about anything we talked about today. Uh, but I uh, want to let you know that, you know, during this craziness, uh, we've, we've, uh, we've got an opportunity here. So, all right. So let me go back and look at the questions. So um, I want to make sure I don't miss any. Peggy, can I have more than one Google Voice phone number? Um, you cannot. So Google Voice, I mentioned CallRail earlier, uh, google.com slash voice, you can get a phone number from them as well. You can get one phone number from them. You could use that as your call tracking number. Uh, that is an option, but you can only get one per uh, Google login. So I mean, okay, you have multiple Google logins, I guess you could get multiple phone numbers. Uh, I would prefer, for, quite honestly, just to have CallRail and do it that way because uh, you can get every, you can get all your dashboard stuff on one screen, right? You're not logging in, logging out, bouncing around. That's a little crazy. Um, but Google Voice is a good option. Uh, Aaron, what do you use to do that? Automated voicemail thanking people for signing up. Oh, so you got my voicemail. That's good. So that is um, slybroadcast.com. And um, what I do is I create a generic voicemail. Uh, thanks for signing up for my webinar, um, you know, and I keep it fairly generic because then I can use it over and over again. And then um, when somebody signs up, it triggers a Zapier or a Zap, uh, which then uh, starts a campaign in Sly Broadcast. 
if you would like a link to that, uh, I'll send you my, uh, my affiliate link. So I think you can get a, a hundred free credits or something like that. Uh, but yeah, pretty cool little thing. And like I said, you can trigger it on certain events, in this case, a webinar sign up, something like that. So um, Angela, invest in a good stamp and stamp the boxes. You can get boxes of various size from Walmart uh, for less than a dollar each. Yes, uh, that's a great way to do it. Uh, stamp is a, is a, that's a great way to, to do it, uh, you know, on, on the low dollar item. We used a service called U Printing, the letter U Printing.com. I think our boxes were $4 and change each, but they're white. Uh, and then they have our logo on the side. You know, it's, it's really cool, really obvious. Uh, it was worth it. You know, uh, we basically invested $1,000 into uh, what we're calling our shock, shock and awe campaign. Um, and that includes everything that we're putting inside of the box, you know, and, and that. And then we are, uh, we're actively sending those out and people just love them. Uh, they're, they're fine. They're fantastic. So, um, but the, uh, the boxes at Walmart, another fantastic idea, get a stamp. You can get stamps a lot of places. I think Vistaprint probably has some stamps you can do. Um, Aaron, can, can you share the name of your cold call guy? Yes. Uh, the website is Business Connections Consulting, uh, B-U-S-C-O-N-C-O-N dot com. Kind of weird, buscon.com. dot <laughs> com. Um, but his name is John uh, Ayers, E-Y-R-E-S. He is fantastic uh, and he, he's very personable, uh, does some great stuff. He's been doing cold calls for years and we've, uh, we've hired him to do some for us as well. So uh, all right, let's see uh, what else. Uh, Mary says, thanks, Will. Great and helpful info. Uh, you're welcome, Mary. Um, Kevin, what about changing formats from Magento to WordPress? So um, yes, uh, we're seeing this a lot in the last couple of years. Magento is an e-commerce platform uh, that is um, uh, that has become, I guess you could call it bloated. Uh, way too big, huge learning curve uh, versus something like WordPress, which you can use WooCommerce, uh, which is a free uh, plugin that you can add, uh, lets you do a ton of things around attributes and sizes and colors and shapes and all the different things you need. Uh, and it also can let you do some of these different triggers that I was talking about as well. So uh, definitely something worth considering um, and, uh, and Kevin, if you want to chat more about that, I'd be happy to do so. Um, Aaron says, I love John. So John, you know, or Aaron, you know about John Ayers. John is fantastic. Uh, he's got the personality. He, he's a great cold call person. So, um, I will, uh, I think it might already be on the COVID page, uh, but if it isn't, I will link that there as well. So, um, all right. I don't see any other questions. Let me check one other place. Um, let's see what else, uh, here we go. Um, what do you post on social media so you don't look heartless and insensitive to the current situation? <laughs> I like that. Uh, posting, uh, projects, even if it's a uh, office or something like that seems rather self-serving. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of sort of disagree. Uh, I think people are looking for, um, if, if you're in home services or something like that, people are looking for that kind of stuff right now. They're stuck at home. They're staring out the window. They're staring at the window. They're staring at the couch, whatever it happens to be. 
uh, I think it's a good time to just stay top of mind with them, really. Uh, and it's not about being self-serving. It's just about reminding them that you're there. Obviously, writing some uh, good value-related articles and sharing those as well is another way to get people back to your website, uh, which then gets them into your retargeting program. Uh, so there are some other good things you can do with social media besides just pictures um, of projects, things like that. So also a good place to put your uh, your uh, project, product demos as well. So how to handle the Google My Business shutdown because of the virus. Posts are getting rejected. Reviews can meet up, but they won't show up until after they have the staff review. Yeah, we talked about most of that uh, in it already today. Um, Definitely worth asking for reviews still. just They just won't show up in your profile right now. But there are a lot of things you can still optimize in your profile that is getting priority. So definitely look at that, google.com slash business. Last question. Uh, I don't see any other ones coming in. Uh, what slash how should a solopreneur or really small business send an email to clients? A COVID-19 policy seems overkill. Definitely would agree with that. Uh, how many of you got today already? How many did you get yesterday? How many did you delete already today? <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't go that route. Uh, I would definitely put it on the website uh, just as more of, of your assurance campaign. And I would use um, email outreach more along the lines of um, product demo. If you're running a special uh, if you're just letting informing clients that, you know, we're closed for the next two weeks, but you can still talk to somebody, uh, all of these options would be good for uh, an email campaign. So uh, hopefully that helps you out. I really do appreciate everybody that jumped on today. We had a very nice crowd. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Um, let's see. Oh, I got one more. Todd. Uh, great. What do we need to do to implement some of this on our site? Oh, okay. Uh, we can talk about that. We are building Todd's website right now. So, uh, so yeah, we can talk about some of these things for sure. I appreciate that. So, uh, thank you very much for jumping on today. If you need anything, reach out to me, redcanoemedia.com slash strategy is a good place to, to set up a discovery call. We can talk about some things, but, uh, really do appreciate you guys taking the time out today to jump on and I uh, hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Take care, everybody. See ya.